All right, episode six of Track Chats. It's been a while, but we are back. Oh, this is exciting. New year, new deck, new equipment. Um, this is very exciting. 2023, episode six. Uh, we've got Chris Michael sitting opposite me and Chris Jordis, our episode six guest. Uh, welcome, Chris. How are you going? Yeah, I'm going good. Um, I'm glad to be on the podcast. I've been listening to it for a while, so it's good oh, to be here. Thanks, mate. Chris Michael, how are you going? Um, well, thanks, Michael. Chris, pleasure to have you on. We should sort this out, Chris. Or yeah, it's a bit difficult. It's going to be <laughs> hard to manage. Michael, Christy, Chris Jordis, and Chris Michael. Mm, oh, well, God. that's all good. Um, for those who don't know, Chris Jordis is a sprinter. Chris Michael is also a sprinter, but our Chris guest Jordis today, is Chris Jordis, is I am. a very good sprinter um, who ran a personal best in the 100 metres last Saturday that he with did. a time of 10.44 seconds. That's lightning quick. Um, we're going to get into that later, but for the time being, uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy Track Chats. Let's go. Welcome to the Track Chats podcast. Peter Ball strikes for home. Clark's having a great race, and she's going to automatically qualify. Estranopoulos, also known as the Greek God. Nina Kennedy clearing 481, the Diamond League title here. Here comes Brisbane, ladies and gentlemen. Good start there by Crutton from Western Australia. She's running away with this one. Curtis Marshall wins a gold medal. He is a big-time performer. performer. All right, Chris Jordis. So let's just get into it. Uh, talk about your grassroots. What's what's happening there? Um, we know that you started athletics late. Um, so give us a rundown. Um, so I played a bunch of sports before I got into athletics. I think I played cricket, soccer, did a bit of swimming, did a lot of taekwondo. And then I uh, realized I was decently fast. So um, actually my school coach got me into athletics. So I started athletics back in 2017, uh, yeah. the end of year 10. And then, yeah, haven't looked back. I loved it. Nice. When did you, when did you stop cricket? <laughs> oh, 2017. 2017, so yeah. you took it pretty seriously? Yeah, I did take it pretty seriously. Um, who'd, you, who'd you play for? I played for Double View, Kareen. Mm-hmm. Um, I even went out to tryouts for, what's it called? Um, Scarborough Gullies yeah. or something? Scarborough Gullies, yeah. like, did district cricket. Yeah. Yep, district cricket. Um, so, yeah, I took it pretty seriously, but I couldn't bat to save my life. So. That'd have been scary, Chris Jordan's on on the on the runway. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I was a fast bowler. Yeah, I, I just had pace. <laughs> Good run up. Yeah, so I did take cricket seriously for a while, but side athletics was my thing. Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah, please take us through the sort of reason behind you went into athletics. You said you because obviously you're pretty fast, so it'd be pretty hard to turn down that sort of talent. Um, but 2017, take us through how you got into athletics there. Um. So 2017, I just had into school and I think a couple of parents said, oh, you should probably try Little Athletics. And so I was like, oh, might as well just sign up. And I went down to Little Athletics um, and I was under 17 at the time and I'd nearly broken like a 400 metre record there. That was like a few years old, I think 15 years old or so. Um, And so I was like, oh my goodness, okay, maybe there is a bit of potential, especially since like in the other sports I was, you know, pretty average not particularly amazing. So, um, yeah, I, I thought there was a bit of potential and decided to stick with it. And then um, I joined Front Runner for a year and a half, I think, two years. And then after that, I left Front Runner and I'm now with uh, my current coach, Brian, at Traxters. And I've been there since. 
Lovely. No, that's pretty cool. Um, I don't know many people who started Little Athletics in under-17s mm. and then broke a 15-year-old record. That's nuts. <laughs> I didn't break it. I was pretty oh, close, though. Bad. It was, um, I think it was off by 0.115, something like that. Um, so, yeah, that was, a, that was a pretty freaky moment. That's pretty cool. Um, so that's like your little, you know, into athletic story. Yeah. Um, why have you stayed in athletics if you, you know, you came up doing a bunch of other sports? What's held you in athletics? Um, I think I just naturally liked competing um, and racing people all the time. I remember um, I was having a conversation with a mate like a couple of months ago and um, he was saying back when I was younger, I would ask everyone, um, regardless if they're faster or slower, to race. And um, yeah, I would just race just for fun. And so, you know, when you look back on those times, you're like, oh, maybe athletics was my thing. Maybe an individual sports was my thing. So, um, and then combined with the fact that I did decently at um, athletics carnivals and inter school, um, I was like, yeah, athletics is my thing. <laughs> nice. Just a bit of competitive nature there. Just want to destroy everyone on the track. <laughs> I've been destroyed many times. So I remember, um, I think, little athletic state champs. I remember Connor Laranaga Boyle. Shout out oh, to you. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Connor. <laughs> Probably the funniest guy I know. Probably not watching this either. He yeah. seems to be very unenthused when we gave him the mic that day. I reckon Connor is currently re- watching a replay of the World Cup final. <laughs> mm. He smoked me. He ran, I think, 11 4, and I'd run like an 11 9 or 11 8 or something. He smoked me. He was a, he was a very good, talented athlete. But yeah, yeah, he's good. <laughs> um, and from so Uruguay. There you go. Is he from Uruguay? His dad is. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. There you go. Part, I think. Yeah. Um, have you ever trained with Connor before? Or is he in a completely different squad? Yeah, he's in a different squad. I think he's in Coburn at the moment. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know if he's yeah. training at the moment. Or, I don't know. But I've never trained with um, Connor. I've raced him a million times. A um, million? Yeah, a million. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot of times. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> but yeah, I've raced him a lot. Um, but yeah, I used to get smoked by him. Mm. That was my introduction to athletics. Good, love that. And <laughs> so your current, you know, position in athletics, you're training. Um, hundred is your best event. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. I'm not wrong. You're that not your, wrong. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> it is your best event, and so you train for one hundred and two hundred. Yeah. And four hundred? Do you train four hundred? No, as well? I, I used to. Um, when I first joined Brian, I used to train four hundred. Yeah. Uh, absolutely hated training for four hundred. Yeah, Especially enough. those 300 repeats. I don't know if you guys have done 300 repeats before. Funnily enough, I have. Oh, God. You know, high, Maybe little high jumper. <laughs> long time ago, I might have given it a crack, but yeah, I hate 120, so I can't imagine 300. Yeah. If you've done 300s before, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's just yeah. brutal. Yeah, fair enough. So I dropped yeah. down to one and two. The high jumper doing 300 <laughs> repeats. Yeah, can you believe it? Mate, Nanad Paiska... Gets us running. Baffles me how much a running fair you bit. guys do. Yeah, we yeah. do a fair bit of running. You need to be fit. So, yeah. there you go. Um, but, yeah, your squad. So, you're training with Brian, did you say? Yeah, uh, Brian Posse. Yeah. How do you pronounce the last name? Uh, I think it's just Posse. Posse. Yeah. Okay. So, you train with Brian Posse. Um, how long have you been with Brian for? And that squad at Traxxas. I've been with Brian since 2019. Okay, so four years almost. It, early 2019. Yeah. And yeah. how how did you meet with Brian? If you started 2017, um, and then <laughs> went in 2019. It was funny. Um, Jacob Patelli, he was a 
you know, really good junior. He was at my school and he was getting an award. And so Brian rocked up to this award ceremony and he also saw me there. And he just um, came to me in my school and he was like, hey, my name's Brian. I've seen you run. Would you like to join my squad? And then, you know, initially I was like, I don't know this guy. Um, but then, <laughs> but yeah, um, I, my parents invited him to, invited him to my, uh, to our house and he had a chat with us about athletics and showed us Adam Cop. and oh, Cop. Um, he was like, yeah, you'll be training with Adam Cop," And I was like, oh my goodness, because Adam Cop had just gone to world juniors. And yes, he a, had, hadn't he? That was a dream. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Um, so yeah, I joined, um, Brian Posse and I've stayed with him since I've got some good results from him. I'm actually quite impressed with that because, you know, the whole scout mm-hmm. sort of vibe and it's, it's all very formal. You don't yeah. hear a lot of that about in the athletics world. I mean, like you'd hear, you hear that sort of like feel good story mm-hmm. from, I don't know, basketball stories and stuff where like the coach goes to the house and meets the parents like, yeah. hey, I'm coach such and such. Very, like very American. Your, your son has like the best talent. That's yeah. actually kind of cool to hear. Yeah. So yeah. is Brian sort of, what's his, what's his training and coaching method like? Is he very old school or is he kind of? Um, the best way to describe Brian is that he's very adaptable. So he's not very stuck in his ways. So, uh, and he's also obsessed with athletics. Like he used to tell me that he, well, he still tells me that he wakes up 2am with an idea, goes to his um, study table and then he jots it down and then he makes sure he like researches it following day. And there's like a bunch of just posted notes all along his wall and computer. Normal behaviour. It is normal, normal behaviour for <laughs> a Sigma. Oh, yes. He's yeah. very much a Sigma. He's a Chad. He's a Chad. Brian I can't say I've ever got across those definitions, Sigma. Um, <laughs> like, what's the difference between a Sigma and an Alpha? Like, I <laughs> It is so funny you say that. Because <laughs> that's one of our questions today. <laughs> from <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. Ready? We'll, we, we'll get to this later. Um, but we've got, obviously, if you, this is a good time to say, if you haven't followed track chats already on Instagram, go follow it and ask questions for our podcast. Um, but yeah, Chris Michael has just already, (laughs) already asked what Adam Cop has wanted to ask. So we'll, we'll get around to that later. But like, Um, I'm, I'm more defining the keywords of that question. I don't know what they mean. Whereas he's asked the question. Oh, well, you know, you got your, your Sigma is like, like the top. Is Sigma, Sigma is the top. Is the yeah. al- uh, um, letters in the Greek alphabet. Sigma is the, so, yeah. I don't really know the order, but apparently Sigma is above alpha, which is weird because, you know, alpha is top a. dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But apparently yeah. Sigma is better. Yeah. So your, your coach is a Sigma by the, list, by the sounds of it. If he's <laughs> waking up at 2 a.m. and writing notes on your training, that's pretty impressive. Uh, you got to respect blokes who, you know, heart and soul pour it all into it. Exactly. Yeah, He's exactly. all in. They make good athletes, evidently. Yeah, indeed. So. You know, Cop, Jordis. Okay. Cheers to Brian. Good on him. Good on <laughs> good on you, Brian. And Kyle Ennis as well. Yeah, Kyle Ennis. That's the other thing I wanted to go in. What's your training squad like? Who's who's in there? So we got yeah. So um our training squad is quite unusual in the way that you know, one group stays at the track and we train in the track service and we've got another group that trains at Penistone, which is the grass surface in Greenwood. Um, so in the track group, it's myself, Kyle, Irwin and Totswat. Um, he's a newbie. And then we've got a bunch of youngsters at the Penistone track. 
So um, we're at we're at the track most um, training sessions. Sometimes if the shins are playing up or if it's a rest week, we might go to a grass track in McGill or down to Penistone. Um, but yeah, we're at McGill. The yeah, McGill. 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 That's a that's a, McGill. that's a that's a way. Great. Uh, great you're talking about McGill, right? Yeah, McGill. That's, I've never heard someone call him McGill. Oh. I've heard Gilly. Yeah, Gilly. And that's about it. Stuart, <laughs> arguably one of the biggest, probably the biggest turner of all time, Stuart McGill, arguably. McGill, there great, you go. Great leg spinner. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Well, he's me neither. In, in the Shane Warne era, didn't really get a game. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, one, but yeah, when he did enough. come in, a great turner of the ball. All right. So yeah. McGill. Yeah. Trained down and McGill. That's um, the tracksters. Uh, yeah. McGill, yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about, you know, your training sort of regime. Um, so... If you you say you said before, if your shins are playing up, you'll go down to the oval and yep. train there instead. Um, so, give us a sort of insight about how your training is structured. Um, so, in terms of on a weekly basis, we have our longer, harder sessions on Mondays, and then we gradually reduce the distances that we run throughout the week, so that we we're kind of primed for the competitions that come up. Um, on like a you know. On a yearly basis, we go from a bit of a long to short um, to a hybrid sort of um, layout. So earlier on in the off-season, we do a longer stuff at, you know, 90, 90%. And then later down the track, we do a bunch of 150s, 80s and 30s at all out, you know, 97%, 100% yeah. intensity. 97%. Yeah. And, like, uh, that's not taking the piss. Like, a lot of people don't understand the difference you know, like 97%, what's the difference between that and 100%? But for you, mm-hmm. can you feel the difference when you're pushing at 97% to when you're pushing at 100%? How do you, how do you discrepancy, like find that discrepancy between those two? So, you know, it's hard if you don't have numbers to quantify it. So all of our sessions, we time everything and you'll probably see me with those yellow cones yeah, laid lap. out. Yeah, the free lap. I'm, I'm obsessed with it, you know. Free lap. Yeah. Chris, yeah. what's that? It's Chris um, <laughs> not Chris Jordan. It's it's a timing system. So is it like electromagnetic or is it? Yeah, yeah electromagnetic. So it's, like a, a, it's an eighty centimeter circumference around yep. a cone, and essentially when you break, when you enter that field, it triggers the gate. Yep. All oh, right. So yeah, Chris has got heaps of them. I only have two. Yeah. I've seen you like. How many do you, do you have total like in, um, in that squad? So I got I got two of those for free. And then Brian bought a bunch when I yeah. asked him. And, um, yeah, we've got in total, I think we have nine or ten. Mm. So, yeah, we've got a lot of them. And usually, like, you know, we go off 97% of our maximum effort, so our PBs, essentially. Yeah. And um, the timing gates, they give you a cumulative time. And if it's at 97%, good job. If it's below that, mm, pick up the speed. If it's above that, uh, go a bit slower. That's good because if he's got nine guys, he'll get splits all along. Nice run as well, and you go straight to your phone. Yeah, tracks. Wow. It's very handy. It's extremely technical in terms of yeah. like you know the tech that you use. Yeah, it's, it's accurate to within two one hundred. Yeah, so something like that. Margin wow. is quite small. So yeah. free lap. Yeah, free, free lap. Free lap. Not sponsored, by the way, but you know <laughs> it sounds like good equipment. Yeah, um, much less tedious than those like the the old school gates yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. For, for electronic timing. So yeah. and then once you like, you can build a you know. A solid database of numbers out of it as well and you can see yeah. how you progress yeah. throughout the season and see if you're actually improving wow that's yeah that's pretty cool actually yeah so obviously with your training you take it down like to the very sort of like to the t mm-hmm. in terms of how you discrepant oh, 
what's the word like how you like compare if you're at 97 or 100 yeah um i remember you saying a little bit before that you kind of like changing up your training program when you say that are you saying that you're changing up your training program in terms of like technical stuff or your actual structure of your week and things like that um not it's more the structure for the year So, um, back in 2020, 2021 season, um, I came off the back of, you know, running 11.26 to running 10.89. But in that season... Oh, (laughs) you went from 11.26 to 10.89. 10.89, yeah. In one season. In one season. Oh, my. It's a big jump, yeah. That's huge. But in the 2021, uh, 2020, 2021 season, I didn't improve much. I went to 10.86. And right. um, so that's only a 0.03 improvement, right? So um, we knew there was something wrong with the training and um, Brian and I and the rest of the crew, we sat down at Brian's place um, and we talked about, okay, we need to take a different approach so we actually improve for the next season. And um, yeah, we changed a bunch of things to reducing the volume um, and running shorter, sharper reps so we don't do anything above 200s. Um, short <laughs> 200s <laughs> um, and then we decided to make a uh, like take a really data centric focus when we're doing our training sessions so everything's timed everything has like a percentage attached to it um, so we can monitor how we're going um, and yeah and it's become a tradition we sit down every year after the season and talk about what we need to improve for the next next season good that's like, like a that. really good way to approach it yeah Yep. So sometimes we change, you know, a yearly structure. Sometimes we add an extra stimulus. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of different things that we... What do you do. mean by add an extra stimulus? So um, one of the things that we introduced this year was sled runs because um, yep. my acceleration is very poor um, compared to some of the other blokes. And so, um, yeah, we decided to bring in sleds and some um, resistance work um, throughout the week, every week. Um, to get a bit better at acceleration. So that was the one new thing that we introduced. Cool. Well, yeah. that's that's cool that, you know, you can use the data to make changes to your program. Yep. Like that. Yep, 100%. Nice. It's very useful. Well, um, any other questions on that, Chris? Or we'll move on to the next part. Um, not particularly, I think. Yeah, it's all pretty pretty substantiated. I think it's good stuff. So You use free light pay? I do, yeah. How do you like it? I like it a lot, yeah. My dad bought one years ago. Yeah. And just never really used it. But then a couple of months ago, I decided. Yeah. Because yeah. um, it's got, my, mine's got like the really old chip, like the watch. Yep. So I went and bought one of the ones that clips, the chips that clip on your waist. It goes to your phone when I got yeah. that. I started using it and I think it's very handy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to track intensities and you can tell when you need to back it off as well if you can't hit. 100%. Like the intensities and you're still trying to get there. You can't, you know, okay, well. Training volume's too high, I gotta come back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's a good way to monitor monitor how you're performing, yeah. collecting data. Yeah, nice. And once again, not sponsored <laughs> or anything. Um but it's free free lap. Free lap. And yeah, yeah so you tag you know, if you yeah, we'll, we'll tag you. <laughs> and if you if you um wanna kinda like get a bit of data in your training and be able to figure out what you need to change in your training with data, free lap sounds like a pretty good way to go. Yeah. Then again, moving on to what actually is sponsoring this video, uh, we just we just go oh sort of, but we just uh, I told them that I'd give them a little shout out. But first of all, we've got a bunch of new equipment here um, on the podcast and for filming content down at Strive. So 
thank big thank you to Bloom for giving us some funding. So Bloom through St. Catherine's College at UWA, big thanks. Um, if you have an idea to like increase um, a business or if you want to down, head down the entrepreneurial pathway, head over to Bloom's website. I'm pretty sure it's bloom.org and um, have a look there. Bloom has made this possible. Um, so yeah, big thanks to them and keep an eye out at the track because we'll be getting you on video. So make sure to run well. And because of this new equipment, we are doing full like video on the camera. So we will be also uploading these podcasts um, to YouTube for a full video version. So enough of that. And credit to Michael for sticking that unit out and getting off the ground. Oh yeah, it was it was good fun. Yeah, I must say I highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, let's get back into podcast. Um, so we've talked about your training programs. Uh, very data centric driven sort of logical training program with Brian mm-hmm. at Traxters. Um, you have a good squad. You got Cop. You got yourself. You got Ennis, yep. Kyle Ennis, yeah. Kyle. Yep. Very good squad. Um, now, you're kind of picking up and leaving that squad behind <laughs> in about a month. Yeah. Tell us, what, what are you doing, Chris? Tell us what you're doing. So, I'll be moving to Sydney uh, to train there, compete there um, for the foreseeable future, and I'll see how that goes. Foreseeable future? Yeah. As in, like... How long do you reckon? I don't know. I'll I'll reassess at the two year mark. What he means by? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I know. But like, most people have like expected timeline. But yeah, well, are you are you going there for uni? Uh, I'll go there for uni. Yeah. But um, when do you focus, finish your degree? Um, if I get there, a year and a half. Are you, you going to do masters? Um, probably not. Yeah, okay. Um, I feel like it's a waste of time because going into research. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, rip. So you've got a scholarship at where? Sorry, UNSW. UNSW. Yeah, that's huge. And what do you? What's the scholarship for? It's just for um, track, basically. So they, you know, give money for um, elite oh. athletes, essentially. You got a track and field scholarship. Yeah. Whoa! I thought you got an academic scholarship. Yeah, no, 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 no. Whoa! Okay. Congratulations. <laughs> this, yeah, mate, I'm not well, well done. That's that big. <laughs> So you've got a track and field scholarship yeah. at UNSW. Yeah. Can you, are you allowed to talk us through like the details of that scholarship? It's not too big. It's just, um, it's literally just so, um, they, they support a bit more than they do in West Australia. Yeah. So in Sydney, everything, everything has a scholarship, right? Um, okay. So it's basically just that. Um, but yeah, it doesn't cover a bunch of things. So a yeah. lot of it comes out of my pocket. Okay, like living expenses yeah, and all Yeah, living that? would be out of my pocket. Um, yeah. yeah, so a lot of it comes out of my pocket. Do you get tuition though on the scholarship? Yeah. Um, what do you mean tuition? As in like... Free tuition? Y- yeah, free no, tuition. It's not the US. <laughs> okay, so you're still, you're still sacrificing a fair amount yeah. financially as well yeah. on that scholarship. 100%. Okay, But That's, I feel like, yeah. um, you know, this is the age to make the move, right? You know, yeah, sure. If you want high performance, then you've got to go to the place where there is high performance. Um, so, yeah. That's, that's that's a strong take, especially after, like, how impressive your training sounds in mm. Perth, you know. Mm. And how impressive this season's been for you. Mm. Only a couple of races on your belt, but some big big chunks off the PB. Yeah, um, big chunks. Um, I'm incredibly happy with it where everything's at, but 
um, you know, over the weekend, literally, I think four or five guys in New South Wales ran like 10.30. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, really? <laughs> Jeepers. You know, and um, in Queensland, there's a bunch of other guys running 10.2, 10.3s, you know. Yeah, at so, the moment, like that heat one, there wasn't much competition yeah. for you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not even that, it's just on another level, mm. you know. Um, mm. There's very, very high competitions. I think even in New South Wales, there was 18 heats last week in the 100 metres. 18 heats. Yeah, that's a fair amount. I mean, it's not, it's when not we had... Foreman level, but... Yeah, I was going to say, when we had Lynn on the podcast, how many did she say she had? She was heat 14, and that was middle of the road, so... <laughs> yeah. You can extreme right. 28. Wow, eh? Yeah. Great right. maths. Yeah. Shut the <laughs> f*** up, mate. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. I'll beat your f*** out of you. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, that's that's pretty impressive. Um, so who, who will you be training with in Sydney? I'll be training with um, Vas Krishnan. Who is that? Sorry, he is Excuse the sprinting physio at um, in, on Instagram. He's um, I've seen that? that account actually. <laughs> yeah, let's so, have yeah. a look. Um, who is it again? Vas Christian, or oh, just type in the sprinting physio. The sprinting oh. physio. Yeah. Oh, he follows me. I don't follow. <laughs> Sorry, mate. That's my bad. Vas. Okay. I think he follows track chats. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm on the track chats account. Yep. Yeah, there you yep. go. Um, oh, nice. So, yeah, he's, um, he's got some podcasts out there and, you know, I had a chat with him when I went to Sydney um, and he's a good bloke. He knows his stuff. Um, yep. That's good it. looking as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, I decided to join with his crew. Um, he's also like, you know, I need to improve on my starts and he's a, you know, acceleration start specialist. So, yeah, I'm keen to be joining his crew. Who's, who's in said crew? Um, you've got Matt Sullivan, um, oh, uh, Jack Jack Darcy. Um, oh, Jack Darcy. There yeah, Jack go. Darcy. Um, Do we know Jack Darcy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, maybe. <laughs> he's just quite, he, he's quite just big hear on Instagram. Say, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you would have seen him. He's quite big on Insta. He's got a big following. Is is, is he the guy with? Who had the motorcycle accident? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I do know. Ooh, yeah. That doesn't sound good. No, it was actually Nazi's comeback. Yeah. Wow. He's good on like, has like titanium legs or something. Yeah. Jesus. Incredible ran, comeback. Around like 11.3 or something. Yeah. yeah. We've yeah. liked it. Oh, man. Yeah. That's yeah. impressive. Because he's got his own squad. Yep. Over there. Jack yeah. Hammond. Ja- Jack yeah. Hammond. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. Right, that's that's right. his Instagram yeah. handle. Okay. There you go. That's um, impressive. So I'll be training with that crew. I can't remember who else there is. Um, but yeah, Vass is also quite, he's mentored by Andrew Murphy. I don't know if you guys know Andrew Murphy. Not sure who He's that is. Rowan Browning's coach. Um, and so they're quite close. Uh-huh. And a lot of his training principles I think revolve kind of around that logic. So nice. Well, Rowan Browning's moved um, to Europe, hasn't he? I don't think he's in Europe. I think he's he's still in... I saw his post on New South Wales Institute of Sport. So I'm oh, assuming he's still that's here. That's probably my bad. I he had a feeling that, that, um, that he was relocating to Europe for training and stuff. Not too sure. He was there for Don't a... Don't trust everything you see, guys. <laughs> he was there for a period of time, I think. Um, he tried the European circuit. Um, As in like Diamond League? Yeah, Diamond okay. League. I think he did Oslo, um, Stockholm. Um, he did a few circuit um, nice. runs there. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think he's permanently moved. Okay. Yeah. So that's like your, your new coach. Mm. Um, when you're... I mean, like you can't compare coaches because they all, they all have their own way of coaching, but... Yeah. Is he very data centric? Like, you can't coach Brian. Um, I'm not too sure. Um, not 100 percent sure about that. Yeah. I think 
I, I'm very data centric. Yeah. I like the numbers. Yeah. I think that's just that's what en- you're studying. Uh, I'm studying engineering, but yeah, okay. that's just a classical engineering approach, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> just numbers. I agree, though. Like, <laughs> if you have access to it, why not? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we use that diamond to have a quantitative measure. It's just yeah. so handy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of my data collecting and whatnot is just done by me, and you know, I I know Kyle's and Irwin's um, stats off memory most of the time so I can see if they're oh. going off well. <laughs> You're just like a, a computer and you just got it <laughs> all in your mind. <laughs> That's impressive. No, no, I spend way too much do- time doing it. That's um, cool though. But yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun for me. It's fun to keep, a, keep track of it um, and see if I actually improve. So, you know, I don't really mind if the coach is data-centric or done not. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, I am. So I'll just keep doing it. So with with your training currently, we'll just move back to that quickly. Yeah. And you said that you know like Kyle's and your training partner's like numbers yeah. pretty well. Yeah. Do you can you use that to advan- an advantage at all, like competitive advantage or Yeah, I mean that's one of the reasons why we decided to take each other's data to see, you know, what each person is good at. You know, like Kyle's got incredible top speed, you know, he can hit an average Top speed of eleven point, I think two meters per second, three meters per second. Um, I'm you can expect. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that how quick that is. <laughs> it's That's quick. A, it's pretty okay. quick. Um, uh, Ten meters a second is yeah. Be like you going one second yeah. per ten. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty basic. <laughs> but <laughs> nice. Eleven point two is fast. Yeah. yeah. Ten. That <laughs> 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 was so fast. <laughs> That's so funny. Let's just put it in perspective. Let's just get yeah, get that quote. Eleven (laughs) ten meters per second is like like running one second second over ten meters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry, Chris, you were saying three quarters of the jug. Gosh. Um but yeah, we, we use it to see where everyone else is at and see if, you know, we need to improve relative to one another. Okay, yeah, cool. Um, so, yeah, like, that is, everyone's quite knowledgeable on where their data points are at. Um, yeah. You know, I, I tell them, hey, uh, that's a bit below your average, it's a bit above your average. <laughs> what are you hitting for, for your 10 metre? Um, so, like I've hit... Kilometres an hour. Kilometres an hour. Or oh, just go metres per second. Metres per second. I think in that 10.44, I hit 11.5 metres per how second. Do you, how do you know that? I had like a um, like a GPS tracker on my back. Seriously? Oh, that's sick. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, it would have been tiny though, right? Yeah, it was tiny. It, is, it that, was, is that like, you, do you always run with that thing on? No, I decided to try that because I felt good that I was going to yeah. run decently in that race. Um, <laughs> that's actually yeah. awesome. <laughs> what? That's, that's sick. Where do you put it though? Um, you, they have this, oh, Kyle takes a piss out of me for this all the time. It's like a sports bra. Have you seen footballers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wear that sports bra. Well, if Kyle wants to take the piss out of you, he can come <laughs> on track chats and take the piss out of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Ernest, please come on track chats. We've asked you before. Come on. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a running joke. I just wear a sports bra when measuring data. Okay. So I usually do it in training, but I decided to do it in a comp because I knew there was, good, there was a bit of tailwind. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, heavy oh. tailwind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I knew it was going to be a really, really good, um, you know, top speed. Yeah. So I wore it, and it was eleven point five meters per second at training. I was Ooh. hitting like eleven point two, eleven point three meters per second. Bit of race adrenaline there, PB. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's the that's the thing. Um, and what 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 equipment is that? What GPS and all that? So um, there's two companies that I've tried out. There's Catapult Sports. They're an Australian based company. Yeah. 
um, but they run on a subscription basis. <laughs> and Hell I don't, no. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah subscriptions are the worst. Yeah, it's by that, right? Yeah, hey, exactly. Um, yeah. So, and GPS technology doesn't change that much. Um, so I okay. bought like an Irish-based company called Statsport. Um, Statsport? Statsport. Okay. Um, I think they support a few Premier League um, teams as well. So I bought that and it gives me a bunch of rubbish data. Um, but I, all I look at is just the top speed and I keep a track of it. Nice. Every session. Can it also get your heart rate and stuff if it's through those? I think there yeah. is a a attachment that you can have for it. Um, but my heart rate comes from this ring. Oh, is that an aura ring? Yeah. Oh, 100%. I've never that, seen them in that real sleep and stuff as well. Say it again. Does that track like sleep and stuff. Yeah. As well? Sleep, yeah, heart rate variability. Oh my gosh. We've got Mr. Technology here. <laughs> this is all right. Okay. We weren't going to talk about this, but take us through the aura ring because I've looked into getting one of those yeah. for tracking sleep. Yeah. But I just use like the Google Nest Hub, you know, those like Google Home things. Yeah. So you, yeah, yeah. I use that yeah. instead. Um, take us through or the aura ring. Show the camera. There you go. This is the you, aura ring. Oh, you probably not, can't see it from yeah, there. My bad. It's quite dark. Yeah. And it's dark skin as well. So yeah. you can't really see it. Oh, well. um, but yeah, the aura ring, it um, tracks sleep. It tracks how much activity you've had um, or calories you've burnt in the day. Um, but I use the heart rate variability and heart rate and the sleep score and readiness score. So heart, okay. heart rate variability is a very good indicator of whether or not you're, you're stressed. Yeah. So um, when you're sprinting or doing any sort of explosive sport, you don't want to be stressed. Okay. Um, so I try to keep that number really high, which it, which means I'm not that stressed. Heart rate variability. Heart you want to keep it high. Yeah. Wait, so that your heart rate is like all over the place? I have what no idea mean? what it means. Okay. I just know it's a tool. <laughs> you just know that high is good and yep. low is bad. Yeah. Okay. So it's like yeah. I, I think there's literature saying that it's a it's a sign it's like a sign of the balance between your parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. Okay. And um, the higher the number is, um, the less stressed you are, and the lower the number is, the more stressed you are. Cool. Yeah. So if you are if you do have a low heart rate variability number, mm-hmm. what do you have any tools that you can use to you know de stress and kind of get yourself back on track? If I have a training session that day, I either, like depending on how I feel at the training session, I either drop the number of reps down and just do maybe one or two high quality runs or I just drop the session entirely and just go to the pool and do a pool session or go to the beach and, you know, wade around in the water Um, because, you know, there's no point on um, stressing your body out even more when you're stressed, right? Wow, that's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. So data's everything. And, and I got this idea from, I don't know if you guys know Su Bing Xiao. Yeah. No, the the Chinese sprinter. Yeah. Cool. He has the 60. Like the oh, is that to do with the like huge quads? Yeah. yeah. He ran 629 for that split at the, in the semifinals. Oh, yeah. In, yeah. Like the, yeah. the fastest. Yeah. Wasn't it the fastest 80 meter or fast 60 meter? Yeah, it's fast 60 meter split. Yeah. Um, he's ridiculous. And um, the Chinese team, they take, well, Two coaches that work there, Randy Huntington and um, what's his name, Rolf Ullman. They took like such a data focused approach, and you know if you take a data focused approach, you just train so much more efficiently. Agreed. And um, less risk of injury, um, more signs like you actually recover more if you keep track of it. Um, so yeah, that's one of the reasons why I just don't want to get injured. <laughs> okay, that's okay. And the thing is, you know, I've had a lot of injuries, yeah. and I've looked into the aura ring. Mm-hmm. In terms of 
like how to prevent injuries. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the, the readiness score. What does the readiness score actually tell you? So I think the readiness score takes into account your heart rate variability. Um, it takes into account your heart rate, takes into account body temperature. What else? Is it? Sleep and how um, well you've been sleeping over the past few days. Um, and then it takes all of that, puts it into its algorithm, and it spits out a percentage value. So okay. um, I think the optimal level you wanted at is 85%. Um, you don't want to be 100%? Well, if you're at 85%, you know you're well-recovered, well-rested, yeah. more than enough. Um, but, yeah, some people get 100%. I, I've seen on their Aura Instagram page some fitness people, they sleep for like 12 hours and just like, <laughs> how do you sleep for that long? You know, I was in bed for 12 hours and 45. 30-something minutes last night. Oh, my Same. goodness. Really? At like 10, oh, almost 11 hours sleep. Damn. Nice. That's pretty good. So good. Yeah. What are you normally clocking in at with your sleep, Chris? Oh, it depends on what time of year. So oh, yeah. <laughs> university like exam. Yeah, exam oh. times are worse. Like semester two um, last year was just hellish um, because I had this whole research thing and then I'd study and I was like clocking in six and a half hours of actual sleep. Mm. Um, but... You know, when you're sleeping six and a half hours, that means you're in bed for eight hours, eight hours, 15 minutes. Um, cause oh, sleep really? Efficiency. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. normally I find a bit of a struggle. I mean, like, as I said, I use the Google Nest Hub to track my sleep and I'll be, I'll make sure that I am in bed for nine hours. Yeah. But I'm usually only tracking around eight hours and 15 minutes. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's normally around me. It's about, it's about an hour discrepancy between the two. Yeah, okay. I yeah. use Sleep Cycle, the app on the phone. It uses like the phone microphone. Mm. Put it next to your bed. Oh, okay. Cool. Don't know how effective it is. Yeah. I've oh, heard the Apple good. Watch one's pretty good. Okay. No, but maybe the yeah. I mean, I think ring is the best. The Aura oh, no. ring is actually, you know, designed for this yeah. stuff as well. Yeah, yeah it's like um it's specific to it, you know? Uh, specific to tracking health. Kind of like the whoop. Um Yes, I've heard of that. Yeah, that's also pretty good. I know um yeah. That's a subscription thing, though. Yeah, it is. This My is also a um, subscription. I think it's seven bucks okay. a month. Okay, that's pretty good. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure Whoop is like 30 from memory. I'm, wow, I, should, I might be wrong, but yeah. I remember my strength coach told me to look into Whoop. And I was like, yeah. okay. So I searched it up and it was like 30 bucks a month. So yeah. Like, uh, maybe not. Yeah. 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 Aura ring. But they're expensive, the Aura rings, hey? Yeah, they're a little bit expensive. Um, I bought it at the end of, no, at the beginning of last year. Um, but. They're expensive, but I feel like it's worth it, um, especially if you're heading into high-level sport yeah. and you want to be recovered. That's nice. the way to go. I know there's bit a bit of drip p- as well. <laughs> yeah, they've got good colorways. They've got um. Yeah, black. I've got one as well. It's just oh. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. It's just silver <laughs> and does nothing. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's gonna say something, but editing process. You know. All right, say it then. Say it. Okay, yeah, that, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chris, continue. Oh Chris Jordan, continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's worth it. I mean, you, nice. You you track like recovery and sleep fairly. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I make sure that I do all that stuff properly. Yeah. yeah, and that um that takes us into our next thing. I mean, like technology everywhere with you. Have we missed anything? Techie that you've that you use. What about in the gym? Do you track anything like bar velocities or anything? Force plates. Oh, I use force so plates. want to use like force plates and bar yeah. bar trackers. You know where you can get that? 
Do you know where you can get force bites? And you can you can get force bites and velocity velocity based training at none other than Diamond Fitness. Fitness. (laughs) Diamond Fitness. (laughs) Sorry, where do you gym at the moment currently? Um, I'm writing my own programs at the moment. Wow, that's that's pretty impressive for like a non sports science student. I mean. You know, I, I ideally I don't want to do it because I'm not a sports science True. student or anything. Um, but yeah, I, d- I just go to the gym at Craigie Leisure Centre. Um, but I did go to the gym for a while uh, at Heave Strength and Conditioning. Um, but yeah, I won't be here for a, for a while, so I just I decided to pull out. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, you never know. You could be in New South Wales Institute of Sports. So, <laughs> oh, so that could be... They've got some good stuff there as well. Yeah. yeah. But as I was saying... Um, Recovery and all that sort of thing. Um, you're you're pretty clean when it comes to all that. Mm-hmm. You don't drink, no, I which don't. is refreshing to hear. You know, hundred percent. To be fair, most people we've had on don't drink. Who who's come on that does? Literally everyone. Really? Yeah, I yeah. Everyone did. Huh? Everyone did on the mean? podcast so so far has drunk. Yeah, we're not on the podcast. Oh, like yeah, you know, yeah, true. Lynn had a wine, yeah, and he didn't drink yeah. on the podcast, but she's oh, she, she drinks. Yeah, I'm more going off the podcast. Brez, yeah, enough. Brez, yeah. Aaron Brez had half of his beer and just left it there. So, <laughs> but he 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 will have a few. Yeah. Um, <laughs> most as most people know that I I don't drink. I'm like Chris yeah. Jordan. Uh, well. you, you do, mate. No, I don't. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> you do. I don't. I don't. I've never had a drink before. I stop. Seen stop. <laughs> That's just not true. On, on the Gold Coast, you had a couple. No, I didn't. You live in walking distance from the Oxford, so you can walk home oh when you blow. Oh, my gosh. Just, don't just, tell people where I live. <laughs> nah. I, no, I don't drink. So I'm I'm like Chris Jordis here. Yeah. And you're just feeding everyone lies, mate. You do drink. No, no, I trust, no, I trust I Michael. Don't. Thanks. I trust Michael. Thank no, you, uh, you, I'll set the record straight. He doesn't drink. There they <laughs> go. Yeah. Refuses to. Yeah. Except for the one time at my house where you ran in with a Carlton dry on your hand. Did you show it? I didn't drink it, yeah, though. Yeah, you were doing it as a joke. It's I was funny. doing it as a joke. So everyone would think you were, yeah. Oh, there you go. oh goodness. Regardless, yeah. you don't drink. You keep track of, you know, your your sleep, your mm-hmm. heart rate variability, your recovery readiness, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. Put a lot of time, effort, and, of course, money into that. Yeah. How do you, th- like, first of all, Take us through why. Is it, what is the reason why? I mean, obviously, you know, you, you do it for performance, but mm-hmm. is there anything other, like mindset or anything like that? Like not drinking? Well, all this stuff, not oh. drinking, che- like checking your recovery, all that stuff. Mm. Do oh. you, what's the reason why I you go know. to that I extent? Think, I think like over time you just get, you just like the sport more and more and more and you just want to put more and more effort into it. Um, so yeah. And also you see like a niche area that, you know, not a lot of people are going into and you're like, Oh, maybe, maybe that's an area I can tap into. Give um, you the, yeah, that nah. competitive yeah, edge. Like, <laughs> <laughs> As <And> Chris drinks <laughs> more of his beer. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it's just a gradual process where I've just got more and more obsessed. Oh my goodness. That is quite impressive. As you were saying. Chris, that is very <laughs> impressive. I think my friend Niaz can match that. So shout out to Niaz. Shout out to you, Niaz. Niaz. <laughs> it's great to see that Chris is actually outnumbered by the non-drinkers. Where are the beers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, as you were saying, Chris. Um, so yeah, I just get, 
you know, you get more and more obsessed with the game and it's fun, it's entertaining. And, um, yeah, you just, it doesn't feel like a sacrifice. Good, yes. Oh, I could not agree more. That is, yeah, very, very true. And, you know, big respect to you as well for having that sort of, you know, feeling towards the sport. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, imagine, um, you know, I'd assume you'd have the same feeling. Like, you don't want to look back 30 years in time and be like, oh, man, if I just didn't drink. Or yeah, like just yeah, that extra recovery yeah. session. Shut or? up, Chris. <laughs> but yeah, I know what fair. you mean. It's you my know? first drink of 2023. There you go. <laughs> Why did you have to start now? You're doing so well. 15th. There you go. I'm 15th because I was sick for a week and a half. So Okay. Well, how about you try and get through another 15 days without drinking? That's a challenge. Yeah. Say yes on the podcast, <laughs> on record. <laughs> yeah, shit, I don't know. It's tough. <laughs> Because yep. what, what happens? Yes or no? It, next, I find it so next, difficult. Next word coming out of your mouth. Yes or no? No. To be to be fair, <laughs> no, like that's not the option. <laughs> yes or no? No. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> All right. Well, we'll move on. <laughs> so, uh, um, honestly, nothing against drinking alcohol or anything. Like it's oh not, yeah, it's no. Like, you know, that was I actually one I'm, of the main reasons why I started started DJing because it's a good excuse not to get slashed. If I'm on the drink, if I'm on the decks, I'm like, yeah, Carl, can I can I have a couple? Nothing against drinkers. 100%. It's just, <laughs> don't give me that look. I'm being serious. Uh, my old man doesn't drink, actually. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, sweet. He's sober 49 years. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. 49 years? Yeah, turns 50 this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. Well, he's I thought he drank when he was one year old. Had a couple out the womb, and then he was like, no, nah, never again. He got so hungover, he was like, nah. <laughs> woke up feeling wrecked and <laughs> sorry but, yeah. Yeah. but that's that's the thing though like you were saying Chris Jordan mm. so it's like it's you want to put as much in to this sport as you can yeah so you know go to those extents and as you said they don't feel like sacrifices no it doesn't and I completely agree with you 100% at the end of the day you go to bed and you're just like oh I want to run 10-2 tomorrow you know <laughs> and I'm the same I like you know, it's just the only thing you kind of want. So but you, you know. also, you said, I remember having this discussion with you a while ago about the no drinking thing. Mm. You said it was also a bit of a discipline thing. Yeah, so for sure. Like for sure. Because you, you know a couple of drinks are not really going to impact your athletic yeah, yeah. performance or whatever, but more of a discipline from, from that aspect. <laughs> yeah, and well. I'm Is sure that the same with you, Chris? Or? Um, uh, I've read a bit of literature around alcohol, so it's a bit like, repulsive yeah <laughs> it's like, right, yeah. yeah you know it's like i think um when you drink alcohol like the byproduct of your body processing it is literally poison and that's what you get drunk off um yeah geez. that's kind of scary <laughs> yeah it is a bit i know messed up. it's good fun though boys so <laughs> <laughs> but okay yeah like and also but, you yeah. raise your average cortisol levels so stress levels okay um yeah. if you're a regular drinker um but yeah, you don't it's like James Brennan these days. Oh, man. come You're on. Grave. Let's not back James Brennan on the pod You're anymore. <laughs> um, good run from him last week. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to go 51 point first time and he's just missed it. 54-8, so. <laughs> 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 and he's been out all week. All right. He's so just getting pissed, so. But to reiterate, like, it's, yeah, the non-drinking thing is, obviously, I know that having one or two drinks mm. every now and then, like let's say like one or two drinks mm-hmm. every six months, that's not going to do anything to 
dis like disadvantage my performance. Yeah. But it's more so the mindset that, you know, if you are on the hundred meter start line, you're like you look left, you look right, you know that you're the only one there that has never drunk in their life. Yeah. You're like, well, you know, I've got a bit of an edge and mm-hmm. even if your P B is like point two percent point two seconds slower than everyone else, you can always kinda like bank on that and say it's not it's not very rational, but you can think because I haven't drunk ever, that could be the reason why I win today. Even though it's probably not going to happen, it's still in your mind. So it just gives you that. For the record, have you both like never even had a sip? Just nothing. I had a sip of yeah. champagne once. Absolutely hated it. Yeah, it's, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm sure I've had I've had sip a sip of alcohol before, but yeah. I've never. But yeah, I've no. never had my own drink. Yeah, put it that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and church. Wine. Oh yeah, yeah, fair enough. Oh goodness me, it's a little sip. Yeah, that's uh, not the best. Get sloshed on the port. Yeah, <laughs> nah, kidding. So, yeah. Let's call up Foreman. <laughs> yeah, she loves her red wine. Um, anyway, we're getting a bit sidetracked. So mm-hmm. we've talked about your move. Um, let's talk about your career so far. Mm-hmm. Um, give us a couple of highlights. I mean, first of all, let's start with your personal best of ten point four four seconds. Yep. Uh, just fresh over a week ago. Mm-hmm. Take us through that race. Um, leading up to that race, uh, I just had the best training sessions. Uh, I was feeling great. Gym sessions were great. Um, and that was, I think that was my first week back of doing um, two gym sessions a week. So leading up to it, I had a bit of a back issue. Um, so I, you know, gradually building myself up to um, two gym sessions a week. And that was the week I two gym sessions and um yeah i was just feeling good at training and i knew there was going to be something fast um i was super recovered that entire week uh, i slept for ages that week that was what a break your, from work what were your um recovery readiness scores that week like, um on average i'm at like 77 78 but that week it was like averaging 87 i think 80 Something and you like think that. the only tangible change there was sleep? Yeah, yeah, a lot of sleep because I wake up fairly early to get to work. Yeah. And, um, you know, during that Christmas period, I had two weeks off and all I did was just slept for a long time. Nice. Um, so, yeah, leading up to that, um, I was just recovered. All the sessions were going well and I just knew there was going to be something good because it's a new track as well, right? Fastest yeah. track in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of good commentary there. Chris yeah. Jordis coming down the fastest track in Australia. <laughs> And so I just knew um, there was going to be a good time. And on the day I warmed up, I felt a little bit too loose, but it doesn't really matter um, because prep was good. And I just ran it and I ran um, fairly relaxed and, yeah, looked over at the clock and it was a 10-4. So I was delighted. Delighted? Yeah. Mm. We saw a little bit of a finger wave yeah, as bit, well. Bit yeah, 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 yeah. Is that... Um, I remember Chris, I think you asked this question on yeah, the PSA so pod. It's Cunningham. Yeah. Go was it, it. Um, more for him I was asking, was that something that he had, you know, rehearsed after he got out of the shower and in, in the window <laughs> or was it more just, just an impromptu show of pure euphoria? Uh, it was literally race. euphoria. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just felt so, so happy. Like, you know, when you put in a lot of hours of work and it's, just a you know marginal difference, it still makes you super super happy. You know, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> so sick. Man, yeah, yeah. That's I the just sort of stuff that gives you goosebumps. Yeah, exactly. How it's do you how amazing. do you celebrate a, a race without you know 
like beers and stuff. <laughs> 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 like, what do you after you ten four? What would you go and do? Like, did you go and enjoy yourself or? Oh, um, I went out for dinner with with some of the athletics boys. Um, that's about it. Didn't drink though. Had um iced tea. Mm, very nice. Tea. That's so, cool. Yeah. yeah, it was chill. Oh, that's good. I slept for a long time the following day. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Competitions just take that if you like emotionally yeah, as well. Yeah. well. I always find those evening ones as well. Like you get hell jaded up, <laughs> and then you can't really sleep. Like yeah, you're yeah. on the hundred at eight o'clock. Yeah, yeah. pumped up like yeah. adrenaline oh. and stuff. I've struggled to sleep. Yeah, that's actually very true. Yeah. When I um jumped my PB states last year, I was like shaking. Yeah. I yeah. was like shaking uncontrollably for the rest of the day. It was a bit yeah. concerning. Yep, yeah. yep, exactly. I was actually shaking as well. Yeah, I think your nervous system is just fired up. You know, you just right. go to that limit, and then it's just like you. And then afterwards, you like still so high. Huh? I can ask yeah. the race. You're still like, yeah. you're, you're still For buzzing. A few hours. So it's hard to actually yeah. settle down and get a bit. Yeah. yeah. I thought I was going to die. I was like, what the hell is happening? Like, I could not ha- keep. Yes. Yeah, but it's sick, you know? PB's a PB. Take it. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, what were we talking about? Hey. Yeah, there was no yeah, reason that, for the finger race. wave. It was just, oh, yeah, it just came just, out. Yeah, of it. just euphoric. Yeah, just euphoric. So yeah. you're saying first week. Doing two gym sessions. Well, what do you normally do on a race week? Does volume come down, or it seems like it kind of came off a bit? On uh, a I mean, yeah, it came. I don't really like prepare particularly for the race. Yeah, so it's just um, it was just you know I week. consider races as just training session yeah, fair again enough. until it's a championship mate or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, didn't really uh, dial down the training volume or anything. So. Yeah, I just I just wanted to tick all the boxes, um, go to gym, go to training, and um, just treat the race as a training session. Lovely, that's cool. Yeah, um, yeah so that's a bit of insight on that personal best run. Mm-hmm. Um, your career so far, give us a couple of highlights, and then give us a couple of aspirations that you want to achieve short term and long term. Ooh, that's a tricky one. I don't know what my career highlight would be. Um, I think uh, last year's nationals was a career highlight. Um, not because I performed particularly amazing, but I think it was a um, it was a good introduction to the senior ranks. You know, um, you could see like the big guys warming up, and you know they're just they're just absolute tanks. Um, Eddie Nketiah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen him. But by the way, has quit athletics. Yeah, Hawaii. He? He's yeah, going to Hawaii for football, for American football. That right, is sad. Know, he was he was a good rugby player. <laughs> yeah. Um a while ago. But that Just would be of, scary. Imagine, imagine that. Like a hundred kilo ten yeah. yeah. oh runner yeah. sprinting he's at you. Islander, right? Well he's New Zealand, yeah, but he's not, Zealand. he's not he's not he's married? No, he's not married. He's what's Ghanaian. Ghanaian. Where's yeah. where's that from? Ghana. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh. his dad was um from Ghana and then he moved to New Zealand. And became a citizen in New Zealand, and he was just born in New Zealand, and um, yeah, trained in ACT for a while, mm. and he went back to New Zealand. But fair enough, I think uh, it was the right move for him because I think the NFL pays a bit more than yeah. athletics New Zealand does. Maybe, yeah. Maybe but if you love the sport, yeah, perhaps. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so career highlights: nationals last year. Nationals last year. Um, yeah, nationals last year was just brilliant. I didn't expect. Much because you know Perth conditions aren't comparable to Sydney conditions, mm. so um, yeah, I performed fairly well in the con- um, in those in that condition, 
Um, and then on top of that, I met some wonderful people. Had some good chats with wonderful people. So, um, yeah, I think that was a career highlight. I think, you know, there's not a lot of athletic performance highlights that I have. Um, but hopefully in the future sometime I have some. Did you run well on the Gold Coast? Were you happy with that? Comp? No, I, I definitely wasn't happy. It was, um, you know, when you're running like PB and um, at 10-6 level and then you drop a bad time at Gold Coast and you feel like you could have won a medal, it's just not a good feeling. Yeah, fair you enough. Know? Yeah. So um, that was off the back of COVID. So Yeah, so I remember you saying. Yeah, yeah it was just brutal. And then we pulled an all-nighter um, like two days before uh, oh. Gold Coast and we had to oh wait around. Oh my gosh, that was the <laughs> worst, one of the worst flights I've yeah, ever been Yeah, it was on. so bad. Hey. <laughs> Shut up, Chris, you weren't there, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, I hated it all night. Like, <laughs> so much stuff going on. Um, so Shut your mouth. <laughs> and, we s- <laughs> <laughs> and we slept near the near the river. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Chris. <laughs> yeah, Chris was there in spirit. <laughs> But yeah, that Jetstar flight, the red eye was rough. Yeah. It was like what, five, six hours. Are you yeah, going to go this there. year, both of you? Oh, I'm injured, so nah. Will you be? You'll, you'll be with Sydney Uni, won't you? I will be at UNSW, but I'm thinking about it at the moment. Um, but mm. we'll have to see. We'll have to see where the season goes. Fair I enough. mean, you're running. You're running ten fours. Yeah, you're like, surely. Nick, so. What about um, Australian Championships in Brisbane? Um, I'm considering it at the moment, but haven't confirmed anything yet. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So yeah. Talk to us about ambitions. What do you want to get out of this sport? Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know exactly what I'd want to get out of it, but it will be cool by the end of the sport. If I have like a log of data and seeing if, you know, the year by year progressions, the changes I've made, um, the reflections I've had after sessions. Um, that'd be cool to look back on when you're, you know, 70 years old and bedridden. Um, S- bedridden <laughs> at 70? Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> Didn't realise that. 80 or 90. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Um, but yeah, in terms of athletics, I'd like to, you know, eventually hit really good times like 10 twos. That'd be nice because uh, the Indian record's 10.25. Um, oh right! So if you right. if you break that, would you hold the Indian record then? Yeah. Well, I, I'm not too sure because I'm technically not a Indian citizen because um, I'm an Australian citizen. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm not too sure how their record processes work. Mm. That's pretty cool. But Surely, yeah. if you have yeah, an Indian, I don't know how it works. Indian citizenship or Indian passport? Yeah, I'd assume I've got like an Indian lifetime visa or something like that. It's like a, a mini lifetime passport. visa. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So definitely inquire about that. You never yeah, know. get yeah. on to that. Yeah. Especially if you're going to start heading into like good form and mm. you think you're going to run 10-2. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> get that sorted before you run 10-2. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. So, I mean, that's the ambition at the moment. If I can run 10-2, that would be the dream. I yeah. think that's why I started the sport as well. Um, like a lot of the reasons was just to be the best of the genetic pool. Um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yeah. Um, that's the goals at the moment. And then obviously you have professional goals. Um, mm. So yeah, athletics is not the end or be all. Yeah. So what are your professional goals going to look like? Um, I'd love to get into, well, currently I'm in consulting. So hopefully I can get out of consulting and get more into the business and entrepreneurial side. side. Um, but yeah, uh, not too sure what that's going to look like. Unknown is exciting though. So that's all right. Yes. yes. 
Chris, any extra comments? Um, sounds pretty no, good to so me. No, so good. Boys. Yeah. <laughs> nah, kidding. But, right. um, <laughs> actually, no, both of you here. Oh, dear. Once you give, <laughs> let, let's say you... I know where this is going. Yeah, I think I've probably already asked you this yeah. before, but once you're, you know, 35, 40, would you actually, would you have a couple or not? <laughs> One, once your athletic career is, because like, it's like not for the, like you're not pushing super hard at training yeah. and whatnot, yeah. so you can can relax, can have a few, would you or not? Chris, you can go first. I mean, I've, I've always told everyone that I'd like to go wine tasting. That'd be pretty cool, right? Chris loves his wine. I Chris, love my Chris Michael. Oh, really? Loves Red's my favourite. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Um, wine testing would be beautiful because, um, you know, there's a bit of art to it. So that'd be nice. Yeah, I love my Reds. <laughs> You've got some... What does Nick have that he bought when you were born? Oh, I don't even know what it's called, to be honest. It's right behind you in the fireplace. Actually, I have a photo because um, I took a photo last time I was here. But yeah, to be ever, honest... Did you ever have one of them with him? Oh, if yeah, once I finish my career, yes, I'd say so. But in terms of would I go down like a lifestyle that involves drinking? Not like a drinking lifestyle, but like a lifestyle that has a bit of drinking in it. Um, Probably, but the thing is, it really depends where I'm at in my life at that point. If I have commitments that prevent... If I have commitments that will... That drinking alcohol will impede on that, then probably not. Like if I'm, I don't know, if I'm... What would that even be? If I'm, yeah, in well, a, if I'm in a business and if I'm on, if I'm going to be on call for stuff, then oh, probably yeah, not. I would but, be um, getting blue on a yeah. business call, man. No, 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 I mean, like, no, yeah. when I say yeah. on, on call, as in like, oh, like, be, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you're a doctor or something. <laughs> yeah. Like an opera yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, it's unknown, but probably, yeah. Fair enough. So stick around, stick around for that one and then we can. Yeah, I'll hold you to that. Yeah, okay. It's on record, so. <laughs> 20 years' time, I'll come to both your houses. <laughs> Cover the bowls of red. Yeah, okay. All right, fair enough. It's on record. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's all right. Nuts. Okay, let's move, let's move on. Hey. <laughs> right, I'm not loving these new microphones. Picking everything up. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I'm going to oh um, cut that and put on the sound deck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, let's get into our very popular segment questions from the public like i said if you're not following track charts um go follow track charts no spaces so track charts no spaces so you can ask questions and see our content that we're putting up first questions from chris (laughs) 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 first question is from jeremy boyle can you please do a 2k with me before you leave to sydney in brackets jazz Thanks, Jez. No, I am definitely not doing a 2K. So in, in context, Jeremy does um, 2K warm-ups, I'm pretty sure. Oh, and um, oh. <laughs> we, we literally, you'd be lucky if you get us to do a warm-up lap around the, around the track. Really? Yeah, yeah same. We, I don't do that. I, yeah. I don't know why they do that. It baffles me. I just, I, I well, just can't. Well, you know, fitness. Mate, none of that had me running like close to 2K I mean, like, today. Yeah. But like, me. If you're a one yeah. sprinter. Just odd. Yeah, I, I just know. like I just can't do, you know. I, do, I just don't feel good after a warm up lap. Um, mm. We we replace it with other stuff, but um, yeah, Kyle and I always like last <laughs> um, with Jeremy about his three k warm up, two k warm ups because we're yeah. doing like hundred meters of, <laughs> and then there's Jeremy out there sweating and 
you know. <laughs> well, that's your answer, Jez. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Definitely not doing it. We'll go to the next question. Uh, Chris, you can take oh. this one. It's a very long question. <laughs> um, this is from uh, Cooper Jenkins. Is a, a lot of S's there. <laughs> it's Cooper Jenkins. <laughs> there you go. Um, very Cooper Jenkins. Oh no, Cooper Jenkins. That's Jenkins. It's definitely is it Jenkins or Jenkins? Nah, it's Jenkins. No, Jenkins. It's Jenkins. Yeah, it's Jenkins, yeah. isn't it? J e n k i n s. Mate, ask the question. Apostrophe s. That's strange because no, it's Cooper Jenkins question. Yeah, but as in why the apostrophe after the s? Like you just like if I'm saying it's just Instagram. It's just Instagram. But for our names, it's yeah, it's just apostrophe. You don't need on the s after that. Just ask the question. It's a very insightful question, actually. Okay. States. States. <laughs> no, unfortunately, I won't be there for states. I'll be out before that. So. Would you? Yeah, but like, could would you fly back or something for states? That'd be uh, that'd be sick. Could you, you imagine the, probably, com- the comeback? You would be in the hot state, so. <laughs> I mean, if yeah, athletics yeah. West pays for me, I'll, I'll definitely do it. Oh, that's that's okay. <laughs> yes, let's do we, it. We've got that. <laughs> do it. All right, you you hear that, Ats West? <laughs> if you pay for Chris Jordan's flight. Back to WA. He will run at the state championship. That'd be sick. A state that, title. Okay. If they actually do that, we'd 100%. Oh, 100%. Yeah. There you go. All right. Exciting. Let's take that up the chain. Let's do it. Yeah, all right. Would you, would you, would you drive back? Ooh. No. My, my cousin just did that. He went, he went to Perth and Melbourne, Melbourne back. Yeah, yeah. Back would be cooked. Yeah. You would not be able to run 100. It's like a day and 17 hours. Yeah, it took, it took it's him only like, a day. It took him well, two days, I think. Continuous yeah. driving, oh, right? Fire out. Yeah, yeah, he like stopped one night. But take, take yeah, days. that's brutal. A long drive. A couple of rest days. That's fine. It's <laughs> all right. You can do some warm-ups in the Pilbara or something. I don't know. <laughs> Desert somewhere. No, okay. Well, that's, yeah. That's a great, great question there. So how do I, yeah, how do I change question? You do. All right. So you you had it. I had it. You yeah. had it. Uh, we'll skip Adam Cop's question because we'll get to that later. True. All right. So. Um, who's this? That's my mate, Alan. Shout out to you, Alan. How do you pronounce his last name? Chungan. Chungan. Yeah. Alan Chungan. Chungan. She asked us to say it and don't say it right. <laughs> Alan, sorry. Alan Chungan. There you go. Asks, Chris, what is your dream place to go on holiday? That's a good question. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know where I'd go. Anywhere in Europe, honestly. All right, next question. <laughs> no, Europe? Yeah, Europe. Yeah, Europe's pretty cool. Where Europe's would you want to go in Europe? Germany. Germany. Oh, Germany's well, got... You were in Paris last year. Yeah, I was. Um, but I, I, I like German architecture a bit more. It's, okay. um, it's like, they call it Gothic architecture. And it's just these huge, sharp spirals with like demons and stuff in churches. It's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. Oh, pretty That's cool. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, you should search no, that. I do think Germany would, would be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get a lot of these. <laughs> All right. Nice. <laughs> yeah, they've got a very liberal um, social life. All right, we'll move on um, to the next question. Here we go. This is... That's a mouthful. Um, <laughs> uh, Joe Chris, he might not. Yeah, do you want to... Who, who's uh, that? Break down that one who's down. That? Oh, my goodness. Uh, there, she's my work um, co-worker. Okay, Dash. Uh, work, work wife? <laughs> question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, uh, wait, what, what's this? <laughs> I'm just. Um, okay, w- what is Chris scared of? 
<laughs> what is he running from? That's a good question. I like that. A dare? A dash. A dash. A dash. A dash. Yeah. Thanks, a dash. Good question. <laughs> what are you running from, mate? Um, <laughs> I'm running away from my demons. Um, oh, no. that, took, that took a turn. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, Bad breakup, broken heart. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Wait a no, second. no response. Whoa! No response there. Right. Struck a nerve. I think we've hit no. something. No. No, 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 no. I'm just. Um, oh, stop in. I don't know what I'm running away from. What, what are you the scared blocks? of? I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. Wouldn't you like to know, Daisha? What was it again? Sorry. A dash. A dash. It's a good question though. But is there anything that you actually are scared of? Um, regret? I'm sure. Nothing. I'm sure there's things that right, your regret's big. Chris Jordan is scared of nothing. <laughs> nothing. Scared of beers. Scared of beers. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Most poxy star, <laughs> <laughs> mate. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. Nah, I'm the kid. Oh, speaking of the n- next question. So Niz. You know who Niz is? Yes. Yep. Niz. Yep. It's just N I Z. How did I? <laughs> <laughs> Niaz is that, is that how you spell it? N-I-Z N-I-A-Z yeah. But he's just put Niz in there Niz Ramen Yeah Niz Ramen Like the noodles You guys would All be right. best mates Niz Niaz and Niaz and yourself Niaz or Niz Or the same bloke The same bloke Is yeah. Niz his nickname? Yeah Yeah kind yeah. of Yeah So you All guys right. He loves beers his, his, And his question is Favourite beer? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, the great, only great question, Niz. The only beer I know is like Emu. Oh, <laughs> Emu, Emu Export. You know that's not your favourite. That's bad. Uh, drinking water. Oh, really? Yeah. It's cheap, isn't it? It's cheap. Yeah. So I wouldn't assume we'd have good taste. Yeah. Shall we move on to the, probably not a question, but uh, a segment that we're kind of introducing Bit of a phone call, Chris Jordis. Mm. Um, give us a little bit of a, a recap on your relationship with this bloke, without saying his name. So uh, this bloke, um, I first started training with him back in 2019, and uh, I used to be the rabbit, and he used to be the fox, and he used to chase me down to the 300, and um, whilst I was yakking for a couple of minutes, he would be doing another rep. So he's got an amazing anaerobic capacity. He runs 400s. He's uh, it's James Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? <laughs> no. He's, uh, I think, six-time state WA 400-meter champion. It's he's not got, James Brennan, then. He's, he's got a part of the track named after him. Mm. Yeah, he does. I bumped into him at Ikea <laughs> a couple of days ago. Well, let's give him a call, and you'll find out who it is. Do you know who this is? We'll see. Is he? Hello, Michael Christie. <laughs> Hello, Adam Cobb. How are you? I'm pretty Gucci, my man. I think I heard Chris in the back there. Yes, I'm here. I am here, Adam. Adam, you're you're hey, live. Hey. Well, you're not live audience, but we are recording on Track Chats right now. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you're famous. Wow, look at that highest heart rate of the day. And I had training earlier on. Oh my god! <laughs> well, there you go. Um, and something anyway. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Adam, um, you yep. you put a 
question in our Instagram question thing uh, for Chris. I sure did. Do you remember your question? Yeah, yeah I do actually remember my question, Michael. Please, far away. So my question was to Chris, um, are Sigma males more attractive than Alpha males? <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question, Adam. Adam, you're going to have to like expand on that question. What do you mean by that? Like, I wasn't even really expecting an answer to that, to be honest. Like, I just... I think, I Adam, know. you have an answer to that. There's an there's a Instagram post you sent me. I think maybe you could send track chats. <laughs> Adam, we're going to need you to stay with us, mate. <laughs> whilst whilst you send that to track chats, at track chats, yeah, yeah, spaces, yeah. whilst you do that, yeah, yeah. I have a question for you, Adam. Um, yeah, yes, Michael. Let's say that... Chris Jordis comes back to WA for the state championships. What yeah. is the podium going to look like in order for the 100 metres? Well, I see. I think that's a, that's a loaded question. Um, I would say Aaron Breslin first. I'm kidding. Um, no, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right, no, legit, I reckon it would actually be very close between Chris and Kyle. I, I don't, wouldn't say like I would have an honest pick uh, even with you know all, everyone's got their own comments and stuff I reckon given Chris is in pretty good shape I would say if he came back and he's had like a bit of time training in the New South Wales crew I would maybe say over 100 Chris would get the dub and then Kyle second and then third well I would hope it would be one of the 100 boys but I mean oh. <laughs> I, I'm like Nah, nah. I reckon, yeah. So third, I'm going to go, um, is Tyson open? Yeah. Tyson Jen? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'd say he did well at States last year. I'll lock uh, Tyson in for third on that because I don't think Brez is coming back. That's very sad to hear that Brez is not coming back. Mm. Well, thank you for that. Well, thanks for calling in, Adam. <laughs> um, you are very welcome. As always, it is always a laugh. All right. Well, thank you, fellas. Right. Enjoy. Right. Ha Thanks, Adam. See you yeah. later. Have a good See you. Bye. Cheers. Cup. All right. Last last segment on the Track Charts podcast, episode six. Let's wrap this up soon. Um, Chris Jordis, what would you like to see improve in athletics in Australia and Western Australia? Or since you're moving, let's just say Australia. Um, I mean... I'd like to start with Western Australia. I think there's a few. Yeah, go for it, go for it. Um, one of the things that we have an issue with is just supporting the top athletes, you know, in each individual sport. Um, like, you know, I feel like someone who, you know, wins an open round, um, open final, should have the capacity to use high-level facilities so that, you know, they can, you know, perform better at... Um, national events and, you know, go to all these different events. So um, obviously we're not at the same standard as New South Wales and that's probably because we don't have the same kind of support and competitive edge that they do have. So, um, you know, we were talking about this and it would be awesome if, like, you know, the first the top one, so someone like Kyle, um, can use facilities like WACE and whatnot to um, develop their skills and, you know, recover and whatnot. So that would be that would be awesome to see. Um, Australia wide, um, it'll be cool if they, you know, um, live stream some of the diamond leagues and whatnot. 
um, in normal TV, you know, seven news or oh, yeah, that's true. nine news. That would yeah. be beautiful yeah. because, you know, there's a bit of interest and, um, you know, I'd sit down and watch it and I feel like my family would. Um, and I feel like that's bringing awareness to the sport is um, the best way to go about doing it, right? Um, and the other thing is to have more people like you guys, right? Because you guys are doing a wonderful job bringing awareness to athletics in Western Australia and hopefully Australia sometime soon. Oh, yeah. And it's, um, it's beautiful to see. Uh, I love seeing this sort of stuff because, you know, not a lot of people appreciate athletics. Um, and it's not because it's inferior or anything. It's just there's not a lot of attention to it and a lot of facility supporting it. Yeah. So very, yeah. very good response. And, you know, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> yeah. Chris, any, any comments? Any final comments on there? Yeah, no, I think that's summed it all up there. Chris, uh, yeah, just good that Michael's got this <laughs> up and going. We can start to get more people around it, hopefully. And this, yeah, we we will be going full steam ahead now that we've got all the equipment. Mm. we just got to figure out how to use it properly. Then. <laughs> yeah, that's um, it. Michael's got his camera down at the yeah, at, we are, at the mates now, so you can get some footage. And yeah, we are recording a drive, and yep. we might be getting some merch uh, a little down the track pretty soon so there you go if you merch. want some track chats merch save up not because it's going to be expensive but you know just <laughs> just save up um but there well, you sorry. go um and then, yeah, the, like the track chats boil is going to happen as well so yeah we might be throwing some track chats parties that, that should be fun um <laughs> um at chris's place <laughs> gonna need a bigger gonna need a bigger boiler we'll see um, but regardless, uh, thank you very much, Chris, for coming on today. Um, good luck for your move to Sydney. That's very exciting. And, you know, well done on your PB. And we hope to see you like, succeed in your, in your career in athletics and outside of athletics. And one day when you're bedridden at 90 years old, you can <laughs> look back on your performances and, you know, be proud and be able to tell your family that you, you know, gave it everything. So yeah. we appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you so Lovely. much. It's been a good time here. So. Appreciate that. All right. Thanks for listening to the Track Chats podcast. Remember that we are now on YouTube, so you can see the full video podcast on YouTube. If you want, make sure to um, follow our Instagram account so you can see the content that we produce at Strive Meets. And thank you for listening. See ya.